You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. You get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 4-14-24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe available early 2024. Canva is awesome for so many reasons for your social media, but for work, if you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at canva.com. Design for work. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Welcome to the show. We've got a big show today. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, coming up in a little bit, Eddie takes the lifeguard challenge. He thinks he can still be a lifeguard after all these years. The lifeguard shortage. So some the physical tests he's going to take on the air. Long swims, rescuing heavy things. We'll do it, and hopefully they have a lifeguard for him as he tries this stuff. So that's coming up in just a little bit. Also, Craig Campbell in in just a few minutes. You would know Craig Campbell from Keep Them Kisses Coming. I can't imagine Nothing but what I'm doing. Just laying around, tangled up with you. Or this song, Outskirts of Heaven. Lord, when I die, I want to live on the outskirts of heaven. So he's going to bring his guitar and play it, but also he just opened a coffee shop. I have so many questions about why a country star is opening a coffee shop. And is he actually working there? Because I think he is. It's his shop. So we'll talk about that. So glad you're all here. Big show. And because Craig's about to be in, we're going to do the mailbag now. So let's go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. 
Bobby Bones. I currently work at a local grocery store in a small beach town where we commonly see the same people shop. One of our customers who comes in regularly and who I've helped multiple times is about to start trial for accessory to murder after the crime and accused of burying the body under the house. Wow. Oh, my. I didn't realize who he was until a coworker came up to me and told me. Now, when I see him in the store, I'm apprehensive about interacting with him too much, but I know he enjoys talking to me. I'm not sure how to go forward because I always try to be very friendly and talkative with customers, but in the back of my mind, I think about the crimes he's being charged with, and I get flustered and nervous. How do I approach this situation? Signed, conflicted crew member. I think this one's easy. First, I acknowledge that that is weird, and I acknowledge that I would also be like, man, that's crazy. I cannot believe it, but you know where we are? We're in America. In America... You are innocent until found guilty. So they say. No, you are, and you should treat him like that. You, you definitely shouldn't, until he's found guilty, treat him like a murderer. Mm-hmm. Even if you think he did it. It's tough. It's going to be tough. Very. And I wouldn't take a picture with him. If he's like, yeah, let's take a selfie. I'd like to take a selfie with the guy at the grocery store. I wouldn't do that. You you have to be a professional. I don't know. I'd go out of my way right now. But what if he didn't do it? Right. Why should he be treated in a negative way if he didn't do it? I don't know the story. So I'm just going by your email. It's okay to be apprehensive. It's okay to be anxious and nervous about it because that's just not a common thing, even to be charged. But again, what if it was you that was charged and you didn't do it and people were treating you like a pariah? You know, you don't want that. I would encourage you as much as you possibly can to be as normal as you can in a situation that is wildly abnormal. Sounds like you're a pretty good worker. Be very friendly. And I think that's that on that. It's, we're, we're in America, innocent until proven guilty. And even though that's not always the case, as Amy said, <laughs> um, w- w- we should try to make it the case. Yeah. So conflicted crew member, I appreciate the email. You can do this. The guy needs a grocery shop. Maybe he didn't do it. Boy, if he did, though, and he's guilty, then you got a heck of a story to tell forever. <laughs> oh, the, the old house murderer used to come in. That's He'd buy crazy. anchovies. Mm-hmm. And I used to give them to him. But he always looked a little suspicious. I could tell in his eye he probably hid somebody under a house. Yeah, like if he needs assistance, you can assist him if he's looking for something. You can help him find it, but you don't. And you can yeah, say hi, go, but you don't have to like go out of your way. To don't the, don't be alone with him. Oh heck no! He may murder you. Yeah, you know? but he's innocent <laughs> until. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's innocent. All right, that's the email. Thank you for uh, sending this to us. Gosh. If you want to email us, you can. Morgan, what's the email address? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Craig Campbell. Craig, it's good to see you, my friend. You as well, brother. I want to play a couple of clips from Craig here just so we can have a little reminder to some of our new audience. This is Out of My Head from Craig Campbell. Wish I could close my eyes and not have to see. This is Keep Them Kisses Coming. I can't imagine doing nothing but what I'm doing. Just laying around, tangled up with you. So, Craig's got a lot of great songs, but we've known each other for a long time at this point, and I didn't even bring in for the music, I'll be honest with you. I'm so intrigued by the fact that you're opening a coffee shop. We're going to talk about the music because yeah. you're so good, but I was like, Craig's got a coffee shop? What is... What coffee does Craig like? What does Craig know about coffee? <laughs> Why did Craig open a coffee shop? I'm so intrigued by this. So, are you telling me people can go to this coffee shop and there, the owner might be there, and they could get like a selfie with Craig Campbell. For sure, a selfie and a latte. That's, All day. That's on the menu. <laughs> All day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we selfie should, and a latte. We should make that a thing. Yeah. So, what's the name of the coffee shop? Grindstone Cowboy. That's good. So, tell, you, you're there. I gotta imagine it's like a baby name. Do you guys go over? Do you Google? Do you? 
how do you come up with grind? Because rhinestone cowboy, I get to yep. play. Um, that- I mean, it was yeah. Actually, the name came first. We I heard somebody say rhinestone cowboy, and I thought they said grindstone cowboy. And and we live in such a small town in Eagleville, and I knew I wanted to do something, and I always wanted to open something that had a, a stage and a music venue. There's a stage in the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. How, who plays at this thing? A bunch of my buddies scheduled. Just had Kanan Smith. He played um, June 10th. Sold out. It was great. Now, do you do, what about the evening? Because I ain't going to come and drink some coffee in the evening. Or do you, no, we close at four. So you have people playing music. This is even better, Eddie, for, my, for our performances. <laughs> this is like the greatest venue I've ever heard of. That closes. So people play music at what hour? Well, when we have the shows, that we close at four, turn the room over, open back up, uh, and do the show that night. So what's one thing that you have learned about the coffee business or coffee that we normal folk wouldn't know because we don't have a coffee shop. A caramel macchiato mm-hmm. is the same thing as a vanilla latte, but upside down. I don't like coffee. I don't know anything about this. I'm going to be honest with you. I just like the idea of you doing that. So I don't know. That doesn't blow my mind. But does it to you guys? Yes. So, yeah. so uh, the vanilla the- latte, you, you, the, the espresso's in the bottom, milk, blah, blah, blah. It's just the opposite. You put the espresso in last. It's, that's it's, the only. That's and, funny. I hear and this little, and, and some drizzle, and caramel. some caramel. Yeah, some yeah. drizzle. But as far as the ingredients, is the same. It's just, wow, that's funny. Okay. I steal it. My new coffee shop's called Caramel Tacchiato. <laughs> like talking, and I st- all from this. Could we play your venue, Eddie and I, <laughs> at noon? At, yes. Could we do it for uh, like for a? We don't do a charity show, right? Because. Could we come down and play that, and then you don't keep all the money? We give that to charity, but then I would they love that. Then they buy you, you, while they're there. They can have some caramel macchiato. Could you make a caramel talkiato and name it after me with a microphone for the on night it? for Talk, that day? Talk, Talk, no, no, <laughs> not for the day. Don't have little dreams. Signature. Have big dreams. Okay. Caramel talkiato. <laughs> Just came up with that. That okay. would be incredible. We would, the more you that, drink, the more you consider talk. It done. And then whatever, because I know there's a cost to actual. Uh, making the drink, but whatever the the margin of profit is for that one drink, we donate to somewhere. Can we do that? Absolutely. Dang, I'm in business here, boys. Really good. And also, uh, legal reasons, she, he does not own Caramel Tacchiato. As I had to say that <laughs> just because uh, Craig Campbell's here. Let me say a few things about him. Uh, he is such a great musician. Uh, I'm going to have him. He's got his guitar. I'm going to play some music. He, you know, don't, you know, comment on this. I'm going to give just people some idea of who you are. Um, worked as a corrections officer for a little bit, which is pretty cool. Had to see a lot doing that. He has, can play piano, Beethoven. It's crazy to watch. You wouldn't even know. Guy's got a fish hook on his hat. You're like, that guy never seen a piano in his life. <laughs> Not true. Would you? Let's let's strum that guitar. Let's hear it a little bit. Oh, nobody wow. strums it like a Craig Campbell strum. <laughs> really it? nice. Not this guitar, anyways. Let's go back to 2012. Would you give me? A verse and chorus of Out of My Head. I rode around long enough With my windows down Let that breeze roll in Carry your perfume out I took your number and Messages off my phone Oh, but you ain't gone Wish I could close my eyes And not have to see you smiling Yeah, yeah Can't get you out of my head You're dancing all around Girl, you got me surrounded Yeah, yeah Can't get you out of my head I got you off these walls Got you out of my bed 
But I'm no better off Can't get you out of my head There he is. Cannonball cat. One down. Don't worry, I got more where that came from. I just kind of threw this on him. Uh, 2013, a year later. Uh, it's keep them kisses coming. <laughs> That's a good one, too. Let's hear that one. Yeah. I can't imagine doing nothing but what I'm doing. Just laying around tangled up with you. We got our buzz on, sipping on a little something. I need your loving. Just keep them kisses coming. Da, na, 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 na. <laughs> the good one there. The good one there. Okay. Uh, 2016. I remember once, hey, maybe you emailed me. I played this show live. I had a live recording of this song, and I was like, golly, this song's so good. And we played it on the show a whole bunch. And it's a, this song like shakes people. So if you'll start at the beginning of this one and play the full verse and chorus of Outskirts of Heaven, because if people haven't heard it, even though it's been out since 2016, I think this is one that people save and then play over and over again. This is such a powerful song, man. So here's Craig Campbell with Outskirts of Heaven. My grandpa taught me about buck knives and shotguns How to cast an old Zepco and how to work a stick shift He taught me the Bible and about all twelve disciples And he made sure that I know there's life after this There's pearly gates and streets of gold he said, if I just believe, that's where I'll go. Lord, when I die, I want to live on the outskirts of heaven. Where there's dirt roads for miles, and hay in the fields, and fish in the river. Where there's dogwood trees and honeybees And blue skies and green grass forever So Lord, when I die I won't live on the outskirts of heaven That's such a good song. Yes. Come on, Craig Campbell here right now. Uh, he's got a new song. It's your newest. And we're going to play some of this. Ray, would you mind playing... By God from Craig Campbell. But it sure looks like a good one by God. It sure looks like a good one. With just a bunch of Monday to Friday working, raising hell on Saturday and Sunday churches. Need a last amen by quarter till cause kickoffs at 12 o'clock. Yeah, look at that. You know, on the show, we spent a week, we spent a bunch of days going through the best 90s music videos, but the songs. And to me, I want I listen to my top five, and it's the strength of the song, the strength of the artist, and also things I remember from the music video. They kind of all have to fit. Number five, for example, was Chad Hoochie. What's like your 90s country jam on guitar? People are like, Craig, play something from the 90s. What do you play? Yeah, this killing time is killing me. Drinking myself blind 
thinking I won't see Then if I cross that line Then they bury me Yeah, I just might find I'll be killing time for eternity Good one. Do people yeah. ask you if you're somewhere and there's a guitar like, Craig, they don't know you play music. Grab your guitar and just play a little something. Sometimes. Does that happen all the time? Yeah, it just, but just with my buddies, you know, it's not a... That's not a real buddy then, it, I'll be it, honest. No, it, it absolutely <laughs> throws you under the bus. And, you, and, then, and then they always say, you don't know who that is? And it's like, they say no. And I'm like... <sighs> yeah, it's embarrassing. They're like, you don't... Because yeah. it, it's two parts. Your, your friend going, you don't know... That's correct. Because this happens to some of my idiot friends too. They're like, you don't know that's Bobby Bones? And, and I'm like, don't do that because it's going to set me up for failure. Because right. they don't know. They, they never know. <laughs> and it's not their fault. And they're like, they no, don't I don't know who that is. And so now you're insulted twice. And you're like... <laughs> I do suck. You just reminded me. I suck and nobody knows who I am. Okay, Craig's on the road doing music. I uh, love having you in. Man, thank you. We'll get Eddie now to play a show up Let's there in the next few months and do a little charity great. deal. That'd be awesome. uh, you got to pay for our gas, though, because it's, it. yes. it's a long way out and gas is expensive. <laughs> Every bit of 38 miles. <laughs> when prices go down, we'll come play. All right? <laughs> okay. uh, Craig Campbell, everybody. Nice job. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bobby Bones Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Tyler Hubbard released a new song called 35s. Luke Combs talked about the phase of life he's in right now and how it's reflected on his new album, Growing Up. Some days I feel like I'm 21, and some days I feel like I'm 55. I've always kind of wanted to grow up with my fan base, but I realized that probably people that started listening to me when they were 12, and, and there's some people that probably started listening to me when they were the age that I am now, and so you have to have something that can kind of touch all of those folks. Jimmy Allen shared how his new album, Tulip Drive, is for everyone. You know, I want this album to be a place where anybody can come to, no matter what your genre of music you, you love and find a song for you. And uh, I think we accomplished that. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. I'm going to go over to the phone lines because Tony is on in Tampa and she is calling us. Hey, Tony, what's going on? Good morning, sir. How are you? We're doing pretty good. Will you share your story with me? So on March 6th, I was um, tasked with a position um, in Tampa Bay area on the Skyway Bridge. We had the road closed for the Skyway 10K. So you're, you're and, a police officer. Um, that- you're a police officer, right? You, you, we have, she's talking very like professional she here. sounds like yeah, one. Yeah, so you're, you're a cop, right? Yes, okay. I work for the Florida Highway Patrol. Got it. Okay, continue, please. Okay, and so um, we had the road closed for the, the Skyway 10K. They raised money for veteran families. And um, about 8.45 that morning, a, uh, a driver broke through the barricade. Um, we were notified of it, and she broke through a second barricade. Wow. And then she approached me, and I tried to uh, get her to stop, which she didn't stop. But she did stop when she hit my truck. Wow. So it took you putting your truck in front of her path to stop her? Yes, sir. How did you guess that was going to be her path like what, what's you, this is happening how did you move your truck to the right is it and by the way is it a truck or a car or am i just not knowing something about police slang it so so the truck that i had is a 2019 chevy tahoe and the truck was outfitted with radiation detectors so it's a specialty unit that we use for special details kind of like the uh, skyway bridge um detail 
So you, I mean, that's all, you saved a bunch of people. I mean, you may not say that, but you took that truck and you put it in the path of, of a woman who, or a person who knows what was going to happen there. Wow, so I guess the truck's in bad news. Did you get hurt at all? I did. I was off for three months, but I was, wow. um, I'm happy to say that Tuesday was my first day back. Wait, so you were in the truck when you, so you were sitting, you drove and got in the path. You didn't just lay the truck there and run out. Yes or no, I was in the truck. That is crazy. Wow. wow. I, did it hurt when it hit? Airbag come out? Like I'm yes, just sir. Oh, yeah, oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah. She, she hit me probably about 65, 70 miles an hour. Dang, yeah, no bra- no brakes probably, huh? Like didn't even really know what was going on. No, she was, um, she suspected to be DUI. Oof. Why didn't you just throw the truck in front and jump out? That's what I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, am I crazy? So, like, why not leave it in park and just so, block the bridge? So think about that. I'm going to jump out of a vehicle, and now I'm going to be a target as a pedestrian. I would have just left it there, better- though. I just chilled. been like, all right, I'm going to leave this truck here. I got like five of them and positioned them all. No, you're right. Well, you obviously know what you're doing. We're idiots. You, you all, No, 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 you're not idiots. A lot of people ask that, but, um, you know, you have a better chance of surviving in that truck, which I did. Can I – by the way, there's Tony. This is why we love our police officers. Tony, can I ask you a couple questions? Because when you came on, I said, hey, she's a police officer. And then I said, she's a cop. Would you mind if I run some terms by you? Because I don't know if police officers like to be called, for example, a cop. I don't know the slang terms if they're actually acceptable. So if I say, hey, you're a cop, is that okay to say? Sure, why not? Okay, good. What about a dick? What? Excuse me? Like a, <laughs> like a, no, like a detective. <laughs> oh. You know, like a cop, you know, We're like... Not- yeah, no, okay. that one's probably not going to give you the same response. <laughs> a 5-0. Sure, why not? You know what that's from, why they would call it 5-0? No. Hawaii Hawaii 5-0. I, I think Hawaii 5-0. I don't know, but people like that. Like five, okay, how about Popo? Nice. Popo, yeah, you know, it is what it is. But that's, I'm saying, if I were to be like, oh, you're a Popo, would you be <laughs> offended by that? No, 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 no. Because no. I love and appreciate police officers so much, is why I'm asking these questions. What about if I'm like, the fuzz? The fuzz. No, no, no. It's but, all in fun. It's all in jest. Not all. But can I just say something real? Can I say something real quick? Yeah. I just the reason why I called is because I had so much support and um, people that wrote to me nationwide. And I know your I know your station and your channel goes out to a vast majority of people. So anybody who may have sent me something, um, let them know that I received it and I thank them for that. The support for my crash and my incident was overwhelming, and um, I'm just happy that there's. There's a silent majority out there that still supports law enforcement. You know, I don't, I don't know that they're so silent. I, I mean, I think a lot of people do. I think just you read Twitter and different. I mean, I, I all my people support law enforcement. I think it's a very small, loud minority that yells against law enforcement. That's what I think happens. Um, but listen, I all that said. Uh, how about Smokey? Can I call you a Smokey? Ooh, Smokey's good. Yeah, that's a good oh, one. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Have you, know you seen our hats? They make us look like Smokey the Bear. Oh yeah, Hydra yeah. Patrol. Oh, I was hats. thinking Smokey and the Bandit. Oh. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> now, when I look back, and I was like, "How about Dick?" I realized how that, that was taken. Yeah. Like not detective. Not, <laughs> I did not. Like, more like, but I did yeah. detective. I was like, okay. Well, I was shocked he said that. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I was taken aback. Wait, but hold on. To her point of wanting to thank the people that sent her things from all over the country. So is this a story that made national news and then people just took it upon themselves to figure out your details and make sure that you felt, you know, supported? 
Yes, ma'am. It went national. It also went globally. I received um, correspondence from um, South Africa, Australia, the UK. Wow. Um, it went it went globally. Wow. Crazy. I'm looking at here. I actually have a, a DM from an alien. It went it went extraterrestrial. Really? Yeah. Out of, this is out of massive. Space? Yeah. Yeah. He, the alien says, "Do you know the dick that got in the trouble? He got her car." Um, listen, that's uh, Tony. Thank you. I really appreciate what you did as a police officer because I know there are a lot of cops. Uh, out there doing a lot of stuff we have no idea they're protecting us we have no idea and it's hard to appreciate something when you don't know exactly what's happening to appreciate but i would like to say uh you know as as publicly as i can that thank you and thank other people like you that have taken this job because i don't have the guts to do it so i'm I'm glad you did thank you sir i appreciate it y'all have a great day yeah you too all right everybody say bye to our popo fuzz friend yeah yeah all right that's a great story that is what it's all about That was Tell Me Something Good. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof. Always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home from home to school. That's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week. And it was amazing. An Uber teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off, up to $15 off three Uber teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. 
That's the app for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. Quality sleep, you need it. It's essential for boosting energy and recovery and well-being. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. That's right, one-of-a-kind because you can make it just for you. So it's all about getting better sleep so you can live a better life. Hopefully all day long you don't think about sleep. That's how good sleep was. And the Sleep Number Bed, it's for you. It helps you stay asleep by automatically responding and adjusting to your movements to help you sleep comfortably all night long. Also, the Sleep Number setting, you know, minus 30. You know, yours may be a bit softer, maybe a bit more firm, but that's okay. It's yours, and the Sleep Number does that. And my Sleep IQ, well, that tells me how well I slept each night, and I can figure out what I need to do to make it better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $15.99, save $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Eddie's about to take a lifeguard test. He used to be a lifeguard. What, do you have three saves under your belt, Eddie? That's right. One was a single save, Bones, and the other one was a double save. Two people at the same time. How long has it been, though, since you've been a lifeguard? I mean, that was like 1997, bud. Yeah, been a minute. <laughs> a long time. So it started because Eddie was reading us a story and said there's a big lifeguard shortage, and then they make pretty good money. And so Eddie says, I can go be a lifeguard again. So to do that, he's got to pass the lifeguard training. And for our listeners, if I could describe to you what Eddie looks like right now, he is shirtless. Uh, he's got a pair of uh, swimming trunks on. I like the trunks. They're like palm trees, black palm trees, and like orange and blue and all. It's good. It's a good look for you, buddy. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I mean, I think normal lifeguards would wear like lifeguard red with a like a white cross on it, but not me. I'm going Hawaiian style. Yeah, you're like young and cool lifeguard. So Eddie's <laughs> yeah. at a pool right now, and we have three tests he's going to do this hour. He's going to do something called the brick test. Eddie, what's the brick test? Uh, this is a 12-pound brick, and it's already underwater right now. You can see it. Yeah. And I've got to go down, Bones, retrieve it, and bring it up as if it's a person. Oh, my. That's all just one brick? Just save it? Yeah, just save it. That's it? Oh, mouth-to-mouth -mouth or anything? No, no, no. No, uh, just save it. Bring it out of the water. Maybe you do that, though. That'll get you real some clicks. Make it out with a brick? Mouth-to-mouth -mouth with a brick? Yeah, the guy loves his brick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next up is tread water. Now, what's the rules of this one? This is two minutes straight of treading water. I can't grab anything. It's me in the middle of the water just moving my feet, staying above, keeping my head above water. No arms tread water. I can use my arms, right? No. No, it says no arms. No arms. Oh, my arms have to be above my head. I didn't know that. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one. That's a good, good one. Yeah. Okay, and then there's this one, which is swim some distance. What's the distance you're going to swim now? 
Dude, this is 200 yards continuously. I can't stop. That's two football fields, and I cannot stop. Okay, so we're going to do this one first. Now, how are you, you going to get in the water? Is somebody going to uh, get on with me? Uh, yes. Do you want scuba? Or yeah, let like me have scuba. But scuba okay. Steve's with Eddie right now. There you go. Eddie, go ahead and get yourself in the water. Eddie's going to do 200 yards continuously. Now, I do feel like I can go to song here, and he won't be done. So yeah. this is what we're going to do. Is he in the pool now? Uh, he is not. Eddie, want to jump in right now? I want to hear him splash. All right, we're going to hear him splash. I'm going to put it on speaker real quick. Yeah. All right, Eddie, jump in. Three, two, one. Okay, this is not stunt water. This is real water, folks. Uh, Eddie Whoa. is at Nashville Shores, by oh, the way. No. Safe family fun if you ever come to Nashville and you want to go to Nashville Shores. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eddie, ask him how he's feeling right now. Eddie, how you feeling? What's the water temperature like? Water's cold. At- I'm already <laughs> Did he stretch? No. No, he stretched. What? 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 He's really going to drown. He already looks like he's struggling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay. We have 200 yards continuously. We are going to play this song. I'll start Eddie, and we'll take like 10 seconds, and then we'll go to song. Okay, Scuba? Oh. All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. On your mark. Get set. Swim. All right, and there he goes. Pretty good swimmer, though. Look at him. Yeah, he's, he's like a fish. So he's going to do 200 yards. He's about a third of the way through the first lap, like the lane. And so I will play this song. And then we'll come back and check well, and check in with Eddie. Right now, Eddie's in the middle of taking a lifeguard test to see if he still has it. He's 42. I've been a lifeguard since 97. Uh, he had to swim 200 yards continuously. It's, it's eight laps at the pool. He's about to finish six, and he is struggling. Like, he is standing at the stop and waiting for the struggle bus mm-hmm. to, <laughs> to pick, pick him, him up. up. I mean, yeah. he's, he's hurting. How's Scuba? How's he doing? He's going so slow. So slow. Yeah, it's like a leisure swimming day for him. I don't know what he's doing. If someone were needing his help, they wouldn't get it. Ask oh him how he feels right now. Okay, he's on number seven, so one more to go. Eddie, how you feeling at number seven? I can't feel my arms. He can't feel his arms. Suck it up, buddy. Let's go. You got this. Hey, tell him pain is temporary, but the pride of being a lifeguard will last forever. Pain is temporary, but the pride of being a lifeguard Last forever. Words of encouragement from Bobby. All right, he's got the wall. Boom. He's got one more lap to go. He's turning now. All right, tell him last lap. Once he's done with this, he'll be happy finished. Yeah, I know he's hurting now. Pick up the pace, Eddie. Let's go. There we go. Eddie's on his last lap. I don't hear anybody. Did Scuba drop the phone in the pool? I think so. No, I'm here. No. He's Uh, breathing heavily. Eddie is at the halfway point of his last lap. He's doing the butterfly stroke. That's a breaststroke, actually, right? Breast Tell him stroke. to suck it up in freestyle. He's almost there. Get there quicker suck and rest. Freestyle. Let's go, buddy. You got it. it. Come on, end it strong. End I need strong. my lifeguard to save a life. Come on. He uh, is. He's at the wall. He's at eight. There it is. He got it. He got it. All right. All right. Continuously. He's there. Okay. Now, let me yep. talk. Let me talk to wow. him. No chance for him to breathe. Oh, relax. Here's Eddie. What's up, huh? Hey, how you feel? Like, like crap. Excuse me? I'm lightheaded. I, I can barely breathe and my arms feel like jelly. Mm-hmm. So after that first test, which you passed, by the way, do you, yeah. do you still feel like you could be a lifeguard? Uh, yeah, because for sure I can pick up that brick out of the water, no problem. Mm-hmm. And I guess I if, you're, if you're at a pool, you don't need to swim 200 yards continuously. Just, that's just like a long time. Right, and the good news is the next test is the tread water. He doesn't need his arms. Well, we're going to do the brick first. Oh. We're we'll do the brick, and then we're gonna do the tread water test. So one test down, 
two to go. So far, Eddie, you can be a lifeguard. How do you feel? I feel great, dude. I feel great because you know what? I still got it. I still got it. Well, you got one third of it, and barely, well, and very slowly. So let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> okay, so Eddie, you take a breather. We're going to take a quick break. Eddie's taking his lifeguard test. He will do two things when we come back. There's a really heavy brick on the bottom of the pool. He's got to go get that, retrieve it, and bring it back to life. And then he's got to <laughs> tread water for two minutes without using his arms. So can Eddie be a lifeguard? We'll find out next. We're in the middle of Eddie seeing if he can still be a lifeguard. You know, we were talking about the lifeguard shortage all over the country. Pools are closed. Like, we don't have enough lifeguards. So they're even offering like 20 bucks an hour in some places. And Eddie said, I could do that. I used to be a lifeguard. And so we said, then go take the test. Amy, how'd you think he did in his 200-yard swim? I'm worried. Yeah, I think that was the hardest one, though. Oh, let's hope so. So Eddie swam 200 <laughs> yards continuously. Very slow. Mm-hmm. But he didn't <laughs> stop. And he's here to talk about it. He lived through it. Eddie, physically, how you doing right now? Uh, I'm gassed. I'm gassed, dude. I'm tired and... I, from what I remember, these old tests, I would have, like, breaks in between each segment. Now, I just finished the 200. I'm about to jump in and get a break now. You had five minutes, bud. Yeah, but, dude, but I, I'm gassed. That oh. breath is not coming back anytime soon. So, the brick test, can you explain to me what you're about to do with the pool right now? Yeah, so the brick's going to act as, like, a lifeless body under the pool. So, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to hover over the brick, go down, retrieve it, and bring it back to the side as if it were a body. How do you bring it up? Do you Is it like between your knees? Do you hold it above your head? With my hands. Well, no, I know that. But like, can you, do you cradle like a baby when you, like, how do you bring it up from the water? Is there a technique to this? I think I'm going to hoist it like it's a trophy, like the Stanley Cup. Above your head. Do you have to come up with it above your head? Correct. Do you feel like you can do this? Yeah, absolutely. This, this one, 100% I can do it. And the brick's like 12 to 15 pounds. So this is like if a baby was at the bottom of the pool. Well, no, Bones, you're wrong. Underwater, a 200-pound man is the same as a 12-pound Brit. Hmm. So he could... I don't know that that's accurate because the, 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 body, right. the body is longer. It's gonna... <laughs> yeah, you may have to Google that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that this is a gravity situation. Now, do they put the brick in the middle of the pool? How do they do the brick? Like, well, Eddie, how far go? is the brick out? What, at what depth? The brick's probably about 20 feet away. 20 feet away how and how deep? deep? Uh, six, six feet deep. So you can almost touch. Okay, so you can almost touch the bottom. Yeah, you can just get it with your toes. Yeah. No, 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 I can't do that. I have to go down and get it with my actual hands and then hoist it up. All right, here's Eddie in stage two of the lifeguard test. He's going to go down, grab a twelve-pound brick, hoist it up, and save the brick's life. We're all concerned about the brick. It's been in water for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie, are you ready? I'm ready, Bones. I want to hear a splash. Here we go. Three, two, one. Get that brick. All right, there he goes. He is in. All right. You can Service tell the pool. he is gassed. He is Why tired. Is he? He's not even being aggressive to get the brick. No, the brick is his, dying. Oh, now he went under the That's a weird way to go underwater. He went underwater <laughs> butt first. Wait, what you go? Head first? Yeah, what? He got oh, that it. Was, it was really easy. He got it. No problem. Okay. He's swimming it back right now. Good job. Why wow, he's struggling. It's, <laughs> his face looks like he's going to the bathroom. <laughs> you look like an injured You fish. saved the brick, dude. <laughs> Woo! How you feel? I feel great, dude. I just saved a life. Now I have three, four saves total. No, that doesn't count as a save. Okay. Oh. That seemed pretty easy. Like, I felt like your technique was weird because <laughs> you got over the brick as you were doggy paddling, uh, and then you went down with your butt first. 
Guys, at what point at what point are you gonna not say that looked easy and say, Hey, I did a good job and I made it look easy? But shouldn't you go like head first down to the brick can I talk to somebody who knows what they're doing there? Yeah, this is Joe the GM at National Shores. Hey Joe, shouldn't Eddie have gone head first and got that brick? No, absolutely not. Safety comes first. Our lifeguards, you know, their safety comes first, so they have to go down feet first. This way if the guest is struggling, they can't grab his head and yank him down. Yeah, I think we need a rule change on that one. But okay, I, I go with you, Joe. Wow. I'm sure you're right. Uh, we it, we don't know anything. It looked awkward, but I guess Eddie did it right. Okay. He did it right. That's number two. Now, we're going to play a song and come back in a second. On the other side of this, Eddie, could be Eddie's still in the water. But can you hear me, Eddie? I can hear you. The most difficult test, Eddie's going to have to tread water without using his arms for two minutes. All legs. Now, he's already swam 200. He saved a brick's life. Can he tread water for two minutes with no arms? It's definitely going to be difficult. It's going to be the hard one, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Eddie, can you hold? I'm ready, bud. I'll hold. Right, is there a lifeguard there for you, making sure you don't yes, drown? Sir. Absolutely. There's three of them. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Perfect. That's good. All right, we're going to play this. We'll come back, and the final part of Eddie's lifeguard test is next. It's now time for stage three of Eddie's lifeguard training. The final part of the test, to tread water for two minutes without using his arms. Now he swam 200 yards continuously, barely. He did pass that. He saved the crap out of a brick. No doubt about that one. (laughs) That brick is so safe right now. Awesome. The final part of the test is two minutes of uh, water treading, no arms. How do you feel, Eddie? I'm a little nervous about the phone. What's the the, the form of this? Where where do your arms go? So just above my my head, kind of like, I guess, up like, oh, uh, freeze, uh, you're about to get arrested. Okay, so, you, oh, your hands are up, like, put your hands up. Yeah, I got oh. it. Yeah. Wow, you have to tread water for two minutes like that? I know. I, my, my technique is to move my legs in a circular motion, but, dude, I'm telling you, my legs are so tired. Remember, somebody's life's at stake here. Heck, <laughs> there's another yeah. brick. Think of that brick you're going to save again. I've already talked to my lifeguard, Ari. She's watching, so she's ready, too. If you pass this, you can be a lifeguard, though, so think about that. Yeah, I mean, some places are offering $500 signing bonuses. And, and that's what I'm thinking, guys. Like, I'm an elder. I'm, like, 43 years old, so I already am going to get paid than most, more than any other lifeguard. Because of experience? Uh, yeah, absolutely. My age, experience. Um, I, would, I can probably go straight to manager. I don't know. But... Yeah, I don't know about that. But anyway, uh, here's Eddie. <laughs> He's going to do two minutes. How far? How long do you think he goes, Amy? Make your pick now. I think he does it. Lunchbox? 55 seconds. What? That is... Dude, I don't even know if Eddie can stand here and hold his head, yeah, arms th- above his head for he, two minutes. He's going to... It's going to be very hard, but I think he can do it. Because so what, if his head 70- goes under the water, the lifeguard has to jump in, right? Like, Oh, that would be hilarious. They don't They don't say, Eddie, stop. They have to go in and save him. Oh, That's gosh. what I'm saying. Like, I'm worried about his head like a bobber going under the water and just... That's when you got to go get him. No, but don't mental. touch the ground, Eddie, with your feet either, because the pole's six foot, I'm, right? I will not... I'm not cheating. Okay, are we ready? We have two minutes on the clock. Oh, my God. Believe you can do it, Eddie. If you believe you can do it, you will. You know, Eddie's not like an eye of the tiger guy, but just generally, you know? Whenever a marathon's, when I was training for that, my coach said it was 75% mental. Mm -hmm. So, like, my, you know, so he can do this. Eddie, I I want you to do it. I was going to say I have faith in (laughs) you. I don't know that I do, but I want want you to. What? What do you think? You think I can do it about seriously? Bobby, he needs you to 30 believe. seconds. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he needs you to believe in him. <laughs> no, he's asking me a real answer. Probably 30 seconds. And he'll be like, oh, I can't do it. Oh, he's going to be so hard. This yeah, is the hard. hard. This is so hard. All right, here we go. Eddie taking his lifeguard test. Eddie, are you ready? The timer ready, starts Bob. in five, four, three, oh, 
two, go! Oh, All right. Get off the wall. We've okay. timed it. He's off the wall. His hands are oh, in the air. Oh, gosh. I don't know, guys. He's kicking his leg. He looks miserable already. He's four seconds into it. <laughs> There's no way. All right, we're at 15 seconds. You can do it. Eddie looks like he's in serious pain. How does he oh. feel, Scuba? He's like slowly fading into the water. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have his arms out of the water. Like, only his hands are out of the water, not his arms. Get your arms up, buddy. Arms up. All right, he's at uh, 40 seconds, oh, so good for him. Oh. oh, he's starting to drink a little water now. Yeah, he is. Oh, my ask, God. Ask him how he's doing. Shut up. Eddie, said shut up. Oh, <laughs> that's how he's doing. All right, he's at 50 seconds. Eddie, you think you can make two minutes? Absolutely. Okay, well, then uh, he probably can. If he feels like right now, he can. Great. He's now at one minute. Get your arms in the air, Eddie. I, all, that's only your hands. There you. His arms are in the water. Eddie, your arms are in the water. Arms up. Uh, that one thing I will give him, his hands are still out of the water. That's what I'm saying. His arms aren't out of the water. There you go. No. There you, no, put your arms out of the water. When his arms went up, he went down. He, put your arms he up. Can't. I don't think okay. he can do that. I don't think he would fail if he really Come held his on, arms Eddie. up. He's got 30, 35 seconds. In? Or left? Left. Put okay. your arms oh, up, Eddie. Oh, 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 oh he's oh. under. Oh, he's up. 25 seconds left. Arms up. <laughs> he loses steam on his legs for sure. His legs are not moving as much as they were before. <laughs> <laughs> under. Oh, oh, oh. He's got 10 oh, seconds. Oh, my goodness. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. He's a left guard. Sort of. Sort of. Kind of. So does that count? I, I don't what? know. I need to talk to the judges because his arms were not out of the water. <laughs> his arms were in the heart of the whole well, time. Well, have got to ask hey, the Dan, uh, Joe. I'm here. We were watching. Would you have let him be a lifeguard? Because only his hands were out of the water. His arms weren't. His arms don't get out because when you're on the surface and you're holding somebody's head, that's really all it is is your hands are just above. So I think he passed. He still has to pass the whole class, but he would at least be allowed into the class now. Oh, so that's just the physical portion to be allowed into the class. This is just the prereqs. This is just to say you can do this stuff, and then we teach you the rest. Do you think you would hire Eddie as a lifeguard? I think he would be a good lifeguard, yeah. As a manager, right, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> as a, hey, look at There he is. There's our guy. There's our guy. He did it. Oh, my goodness. Eddie, how do you feel? Dude, I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you really feel? Dude, I feel really good. Honestly, I mean, I haven't been to a pool in a couple of years without a beer in my hand. So the fact that I can come still... Do this. I feel really proud of myself. All right. Well, hey, get that signing bonus. Go get your lifeguard <laughs> on. It's our hey. We go swim with Eddie. We know we're in safe hands, guys. <laughs> what are you talking about guys. That's awesome. A big round of applause for Eddie. You did it, Eddie. We're proud of you, buddy. Thank you. All right, dry off and come on back to the studio. Here's Amy's pile of stories. The morning corny is good for your heart, and I prove from American Heart Association. How did they? Uh, Quote us specifically? We do it every morning on the show. We're helping America? Yes. Yes. Uh, Well, no, they just said dad jokes in general. But really, it comes down to laughter. Laughter reduces the stress hormone cortisol, and that's associated with risk of heart problems and high blood pressure. So the more you laugh, the less you are likely to have a heart attack. So listen to our show. Yeah, not just the morning corny. I think they just say our whole show. Yeah, we laugh a lot. Yeah, I think the rest of the show is funnier than Morning Corny, if I'm being honest. Yeah. All right, what else? Does your partner's driving make you nervous? It shouldn't, because I think Caitlin's as good of a driver as I am. We just have different styles. I drive really slow. I probably make her more nervous than she does me. She's like, what what are we doing? Yeah. Let's go. You can go five over. That's okay. You can do it, buddy. That's me. I drive slow. 
So, and she just drives normal. And I'm like, are we going too fast? She goes, I'm doing two over. <laughs> so it shouldn't. I understand why hers does. Why? Well, poll found that more than half of people in relationships say that their partner's driving makes them really nervous. And I, I don't, my husband just always drives. I don't even really get the shot to drive. But, <laughs> but I, he's a very skilled driver. He's even taken like these lessons when he was in the military, like how to drive certain ways. And I still freak out and get nervous. Like I'm that annoying person sometimes that's like makes the noises like, <gasps> or Ooh. But you're a oh. terrible driver. Yeah, so you would think everything so that's the opposite of how you feel is right. That's what you should think. I'm you're the worst the, driver on the show by I, far. No, oh, on by the far. road in general, I'm so not that bad. You've hit so many things. They're not moving. People see you like driving with like, you're eating a pie or stuff. I don't know. That's my peripheral vision. Yeah, okay. Peripheral. It's off. My peripheral vision's off. All right, I have ground rules in case you're getting into an argument. But that's a bad driver. If your vision's off, that means yes. you're a bad driver. Okay, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so maybe you get into arguments while driving or just at the house. And I have some ground rules if you're going to have an argument with your spouse. Are you ready to take notes? Well, here's my rule. Win at any cost. No, that's not oh, that's it. That's a bad one? Oh, no. that's, what, that's mine. It's like, all right, we're about to go. Okay. Only rule, win at any cost. Marriage counselors say you should not insult each other at all during the time of the argument. Okay, avoid that at all costs. It is important that you but hear what if each other. What if it's like good for the argument? Like if I can insulting like, the other yeah, person? Yeah, like it really, it really knocks them like to the side <laughs> and then you can hit them with another good point. No, no. Which goes back to my first rule. Win at win. any cost. Yes. <laughs> okay, don't walk away in the middle of this. I do that all the time. Because it's I important to hear. I do all the time. You walk away? Yeah, because I'm like, I just can't take it and I walk away. Okay, mostly I can't take it because I'm wrong and I need to go and regroup in my head. Okay. Conversation be, should be opening and welcoming without either party. You don't have a disagreement in a welcoming conversation. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Make somebody feel like you they, can try. Make somebody feel like you appreciate them being there. No, no, we're fighting. Yeah, okay, in the argument, don't ever threaten to leave the person. Oh man, like in life? Yeah, that happens. Well, that's a good tool though. I didn't think about that. Yeah, man, use that. No, one. I'm doing the opposite of all this. <laughs> that's like, manipulation. That's a heck of a tactic. No. Win at all costs. Yeah. And then absolutely no yelling at each other or raising your voice during the discussion. I don't yell. Yeah. I'm just not a yeller. Yeah. I'm a quieter. I'll do this. We'll get, I'll be like, what? <laughs> Stop. And I'll throw her off with my whip. Like, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. I'm like, exactly. You don't. And you don't understand what I'm saying at this other point. Boom. Game over. I won. Wait, you really do this? No. Oh. It's a joke, Amy. Do you? No. She'd be like, what are you doing, idiot? Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Years ago, this kid, Sean Newton, graduated from high school in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Shout out. Money was an issue. He didn't really have plans to go to college, any hopes of that, because again, money was tight. Well, his mother's friend came to him and said, hey, I'm giving you money for your tuition. So he was able to go to college, got a bachelor's degree, ended up becoming a teacher. While he was teaching, he started to develop a hobby for buying, collecting, and creating fountain pens. This business of his got so good because he would resell them for more money that he decided to quit teaching, and he now has his own business wow, called— he, just fountain pens? Amazing. Wow. Fountain pens. If you're good at your niche, you can do anything, I yeah. guess. Yes. And he created Newton Pin Scholarships as part of his business, and he is dedicated to giving away money so that other kids all over the U.S. can go to school. And he has been able to donate $68,000 in scholarships. Hmm. Wow. Fountain pens. I'm blown away by one. Three things. One— Somebody just said, hey, kid, I'm going to send you to college. I'm your mom's friend. Yeah. I got a little money. Go. That's awesome. That's her looking out for him back in the past. Two, that somebody's hobby is building fountain pens. That's pretty crazy. Pretty cool. They was able to turn that into a business. Yeah. And then three, obviously, he's helping out as well. That's really cool. Good for him. And Amy said shout out because 
I'm from Mountain Pine, Arkansas, which is 20 minutes from Hot Springs, which that was town. Yeah. When we go to town, we go to Hot Springs. That's <laughs> yeah. where Walmart was. That's how you knew where town was, where Walmart started. So that's a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over and talk to Noodle in Virginia Beach. Noodle, what's going on? Thank you for calling. Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Uh, yeah, so um, I came across an article about the poisonous hammerhead worm that was found in Green County, Arkansas. A poisonous worm. What does the worm yeah. do? Like get into crops and stuff? Uh, it's a, it, it looks like a hammerhead shark on the on the on the front, and then it's just a worm, and they grow eight to ten, eight to twelve inches long. Yeah, you're not convinced that's not an alien. I think that's an alien that came down from another planet. You did say that they do come; they could come in different forms. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's alien. I'm calling it now. A hammerhead worm. I called COVID, <laughs> and I'm calling the hammerhead worm <laughs> is an alien. Okay. Yeah, take that. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, noodle. Yeah, well, you, you, uh, you they, they say don't, don't pick it up. You cut it half. If you like, you were just so good and kill it. It'll, it'll grow into two worms. It'll the, oh. the front part will stay good, and it'll grow a head. Second part. Oh my gosh! Wow. So don't pick them up and don't cut them in half. What do I ain't doing either? You guys, what, okay? Don't lick them. Uh, don't stick them in your butt. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna do either one of those things. Okay. Uh, I hope they stay at wherever in Arkansas they are. <laughs> they probably won't. All right, Noodle, I appreciate that heads up. Back when I when I go home, I'll watch out for the old hammerhead worm. Use it for a lure. Mm. Oh, man. Put them on a hook. What kind of fish would you catch with that thing? Hammerhead shark. <laughs> oh, there it, you go. That makes sense. In freshwater. <laughs> uh, all right, Noodle. All right, bro. Hey, man. See you, buddy. Appreciate you. Bye. I enjoy your show, man. Thank you. Uh, phone's cutting out, so I hate to let you go, but uh, good to talk to you. Okay, you too, bro. All right, see you, man. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Crossport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. 
So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home, from home to school. That's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone, and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving, with Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All right, let's go over and get in Amy's Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. Did you hear about the Italian chef that died? No. Here today, gone tomato. <laughs> what? That, that doesn't even make sense. The tomato doesn't even really feel like tomorrow. No. No, not even close. Oh, that That's such a stretch. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's like, did you hear about okay. the Italian chef that uh, said goodbye. He said pasta la vista. I, I've said that one before. He passed away. <laughs> oh, that's good. Pasta away. Okay. But I've said that one. I just one. made up that one in my head. So See, you, there's so many quick... I, I have, today, or he, he can only can only do so much. <laughs> that's no funny. Oh, is like, it? Why, why was the okay. Italian chef tired? He okay. can only do so much. Oh, good one. Yeah, that's I, a really I love, good. We, we just workshopped this. Oh, no. Live. That was the morning corny. I can only do so much here. <laughs> Cannoli. Do all of this. I was reading a story about this family. Uh, the story comes from KXLY, and 
they left for a couple days. They come back and their roof is gone and there's a tarp over their house. But there was never a roof issue. And they're like, wait, where's our roof? Turns out the contractor went to the wrong place and tore off the roof. Because oh, no. Just not the right house at all. The house didn't have any roof issues. And so from the article, their house is now covered with a tarp with no explanation except a letter left by the contractor who says there had been some miscommunication and they were sent to the wrong address. Oh, my gosh. That's wild. That's like a doctor cutting off the wrong leg. Yeah. It's uh. like, yeah, we had to go in and uh, we had a toe issue, so we <laughs> amputated the left leg. Well, it was the right toe. And why did you amputate a whole leg? I don't know. It's a miscommunication. <laughs> yeah, that stinks. Uh, DR Roofing LLC told the family their insurance would handle it. They claim the family's tried to file, but it's been denied. It's a whole situation, but... That is significant to get home and there is no roof. And then they're like, sorry about that. Money's gone. Sorry. Is there, no, is there no two-factor authentication? You don't get like, a text yeah. going, okay, we're going to pull off your roof. <laughs> Before we do this. Like. I, I bet they have it now. The company's implementing That's it. That's funny. Yeah. Lunchbox, how's your roof? Uh, it's still got tarps, big old holes, you know, just waiting for someone to come fix it. But you guys, this was because of a tree. Yeah, a tree branch fell and put uh, seven holes in the roof, but three in the like went all the way through into the house in the ceiling. Crazy. So yeah, it's still uh, nothing. Still nothing. Insulation just hanging down, like hanging out in our living room. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's not happy. It's that rustic vibe. <laughs> yeah. uh, here's a voicemail from Natasha in Austin, Texas. I had a question for Lunchbox. I was wondering if he had thought about that maybe the tree falling through his roof was from the haunted crying boy doll putting the curse on him. Bye. What do you think, Lunch? I guess me and my wife were discussing it yesterday. She had her family Zoom with her parents and her sister. They started talking about it. And then I was like, man, maybe it is the doll. So we're talking about getting one of those uh, people that come in, the exorcisms. Um you're going to have them come to your house and oh my cleanse God. it? What? Yes, I'm thinking so. And then also I'm going to present an invoice to work because, I mean, that was a work thing, and now I have to get this whole thing fixed. So, yeah, that damage was caused by work, so I'm going to talk to you guys yeah. about that. <laughs> Good luck with that. They won't, they won't pay for a tank of gas to go get somewhere. Yeah, yeah I ain't fixing your roof for sure. All right, well, good uh. luck with that. Hope you guys had a good weekend. You know, a couple weekends back I did a show called comedically inspirational it's a funny inspirational show and during the first night and i'm gonna play this for you uh we brought up this waiter that's at this place that caitlin and i go to all the time and he never told me he was in music never push it on me and i think i say that in the clip here but it's a really cool story it's on my instagram if you want to see it but this is during my stage show which we're going to do some more in august by the way but here you go this is from my comedically inspirational show uh my wife and i we love to go out and have a nice dinner. And we have had like the same waiter for like two years at this place we go to all the time. He told me the day, he goes, hey, this is the last day I'm gonna be working this job because I just got a publishing deal offer. I can write songs, I wanna be an artist. So I went to his Instagram page and I was like, dang, he's pretty good. And I just invited him to the show. I was like, you should come to the show and just see what's up. And he's like, yeah, I'd love to come. He has no idea he's getting called up here. He has no idea he's about to play. I don't know if his throat's sore or not. No idea. Johnny, where are you, buddy? Johnny, come up here. Actually, we had dinner last night, and he was our waiter. And he said, I got a contract, about to sign it. I was like, awesome. Had no idea that tonight was going to happen. I left him a huge tip. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very generous, very generous. Don't want to brag, but yes, I do. So he's up, he grabs Eddie's guitar, 
and he plays. He's, you can tell his heart's beating 10,000 beats a second because he had no idea I was going to call him up. And he's like, oh, what do I play? What do I play? What do I play? Pack theater, and here he goes. Cause if time is running, I got 20 something years here getting rich. If every second around's another penny, and I've been rolling in it. If every sunset is another paycheck, my pocket went away in my head down. I don't want for nothing. Cause my clock's still running. No, I don't want for nothing. Cause my clock's still running, and time is money. Time is money. Thank you, guys. So, in the two years that we have been like eating at this place, he never once said he was a music dust. And just his last time, he was like, This is it. I appreciate you guys. You guys have been so nice to me. And we said the same thing to him. It's been awesome. We asked for him when we go. And he's like, oh, like Where are you going? Nicer restaurant? He's like, no, you know, I got, I'm getting a publishing deal. And I was like, oh, you're trying to do music. And so a lot of people had asked me on that video, which you can go see, I walk out and I give him a hug, but then I leave the stage again, like surprise. They gave him a standing ovation. I don't want to be out there when he's getting that ovation because that's his. I don't want to be out there like, look, here you go, buddy. Look, that's for hmm. you. I walk out, I see it. I get off stage and just let him take it all in himself. But it was a really cool moment. I hope you guys go over to my Instagram and check it out. And then we're going to do more of those shows as soon as I can announce exactly when I will. But it is in August, and we'll do two more on a Friday and Saturday. But just super pumped. He's good, too. I mean, he was pretty shocked. And for the first 15 or 20 seconds, I thought he might explode. Oh, gosh. <laughs> he was like, oh, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? He had no idea it was coming. That's awesome. So, yeah, really cool. Uh, coming up next, we're going to play the Bobby feud. We'll play. It has to do with foods that you've eaten in your past. Okay. okay, so I'll give you a list. I'm not going to give it to you now. You'll think about it. But we'll play the Bobby Feud. The top 10 foods that you blank. Not, not, not blanked. That's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll come back and we'll do that next. All right, time to play the Bobby Feud. Eddie, pick a number one through 100. Go. Uh, 21. Amy? Four. Lunchbox? 22. The, oh, Lunchbox, the smart move. Number's 41. Uh. Lunchbox, you'll go first. <sighs> 2,000 American adults were asked, what food did you eat most in your 20s? Think about that. 2,000 Americans were asked, what food did you eat most in your 20s? All right. Lunchbox, you're up. Pizza. All right. Show me pizza. (laughs) Number one answer. That's worth one point. Some will say, why not give them the most points for the number one answer? It's the easiest. It's easier. So we give you one point for the number one. Harder it gets, more points you get. All right, go ahead, Lunchbox. Oh, now I'm in trouble. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, that's it? <laughs> that's what he ate. Yeah, that's pretty much what I ate. So we'll go burgers. 2,000 American adults were asked, what food did you eat most in your 20s? He says a burger. Show me a hamburger. That's good. Number four. All right. Well, you got to get the, the sandwiches in there. Lunch meat sandwiches. What What did you say? Sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, just sa- just sandwiches? Yeah. Okay. Show me sandwiches. Uh-oh. Oh. oh, and Lunchbox loses control of the category. Wow, okay. We go three rounds. Eddie, over to you. 
Bones, we were very poor in our 20s, so give me ramen noodles. Show me ramen. For three points, Eddie. Nice job. Oh, hey, and let me get specific with these Go sandwiches. Ahead. Give me bologna. He says bologna sandwiches. Show him bologna. Oh. oh. I think sandwiches is just like off the table once sandwiches is off no, the no, table, Amy, right? No, no, Amy, guess turkey, please. <laughs> oh. Peanut butter and jelly. Sandwiches. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Amy, over to you. Uh, I'd go with a sandwich. Okay. Let's see. Is a specific brand of food a thing? 2,000 American adults. Can, I can't answer a question. When have I ever answered a question never. of this? Never, never. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Taco Bell. Show me Taco Bell. Yeah. Wow. Yes. We're going to put that under the fast food category. Oh, okay, so eliminate fast food in general. Yes, yes, okay. fast food. Okie dokie. Well, if we're going to Taco Bell. We're going to McDonald's. Side by side. Oh Most my cities you, you got rid say of McDonald's? fast food. Yeah, I do. Say McDonald's? I say McDonald's. All right, show her the answer we just said was all fast <laughs> oh, food. Oh, you said that. Oh, Incorrect. I thought you meant the word you fast food. Now. Wow. I, I thought you meant the oh, word fast Lunchbox, food. back over to you. <laughs> oh, guys. Now, oh. I got, now I got this. It's easy, guys. TV. Sorry for making fun of you sandwiches, Eddie. Thank you. TV dinners. <laughs> Lunchbox says TV dinners. You heat them up in the microwave. Show me a TV dinner. Oh. Where did okay. you guys live? Well, we're in round two here. This is trouble. I- Eddie, you got mm, okay, three points. Cool. 2,000 Americans were asked, what food did you eat most in your 20s? Oh. Off the board, pizza, ramen, hamburger, and fast food. Man. <sighs> Give me... Mac and cheese. Good one. Mm. Yeah. Pretty inexpensive. Yeah. I'm going the cheap route for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Eddie says macaroni and cheese. Survey says... Let's go! That's worth seven points. Okay, okay. Now I'm in trouble. There were nine total answers on the board. Dang it. Not ten. Nine. Nine total answers on the board. Uh, Off the board are pizza, ramen, hamburger, fast food, and mac and cheese. Four answers still left. Eddie, what you got? Gosh. Man, you know what? I don't know if I ate a lot of these, but when I cleaned my car, I always found them in between the seats. Just give me french fries. Show him french fries. (laughs) Number two. Think about it, guys. They were always there. Probably from McDonald's. Good job, Amy. Well, that was already covered in fast Fast food. food. (laughs) All right. Okay. Oh, I got it. Go ahead. So... There was an awesome Chinese buffet by my college, and I would go there all the time. Give me Chinese food. Chinese food! Yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Number nine. Golly, that buffet for sure. Okay, now I got nothing. You keep saying that. Man. Bones, give... Two answers left. I mean, since sandwich is out, just give me a Lunchable. Show him a Lunchable. (laughs) Yeah, that's a plant. Amy? I feel like in my 20s, I ate cereal yep, a lot. Amy. Oh, for dinner, for it. breakfast, Dang for it. lunch. Cereal. Back to me. Amy says cereal. Lunchbox says for sure. Show me cereal. What? <laughs> get it. All right, last round. Two left, Eddie. Uh, oh, that's going to be boy. me. That's a lunchbox. Oh, lunchbox. Yeah, lunch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> He's been 2, waiting. 2,000 American adults. Sorry, when he was like, yep, that's it. I <laughs> thought that was his. 2,000 American adults were asked, what food did you eat most in your 20s? Lunchbox. Hamburger helper. Hamburger oh. helper, show them that. I don't know what these people ate. That's what I mean. They must have been rich. 
pizza, french fries, ramen, hamburger, fa- fast food. I think it's rich. Well, hamburger all. helper was the cheapest thing Mac you could make. Mac and cheese. Well, hamburger helper was difficult because you had to actually do it yourself. You had to cook it. You had to take the meat, the noodles. You had to actually do it all together. That's oh. why it was difficult. Okay. Well, Eddie, you got two left here. Man. You know what I liked? My 20s. I liked going to the bar, have a beer, and give me some chicken wings. Show them chicken wings. Give me chicken wings. Oh, dang. Amy, last shot here. Spaghetti? Because, like, right. noodles. Hey, any, uh, spaghetti? <laughs> why, 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 why wouldn't spaghetti be on too, there? It's too hard. We're idiots. You gotta cook none, it. Of the, none of this stuff is like sit down and. <laughs> Y'all are put it idiots. It takes nine yeah. minutes to boil <laughs> spaghetti. Duck du jour, flambe <laughs> with a side of rice pudding. That's what I ate in my 20s. Yes. Okay. Uh, your other answers are <laughs> potato not- chips. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. And grilled cheese. Oh, there you go. That's a sandwich. No. Yes, That's it not is. a sandwich. A grilled cheese is not a sandwich. Our winner is Domination Eddie. Let's go. Nice job, thank buddy. you, thank you, thank you. How do you feel? Big Monday win? Oh, this is great. This is how you start your week. You qualified to be a lifeguard and you won. It's a great day. Wow. It can only go downhill from here. Travis Tritt would say, <laughs> "It's a great day to be alive." That's right, he would. All right, all right. Thank you, guys. Hey, if you guys want to be part of the show, we'd love to hear from you. Eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby. Questions or comments? Take them. 877-77-BOBBY. Let's go over now and do the most important segment of the day, your big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. A woman's pregnant with two sets of identical twins. That's the headline. Two sets of identical twins. It all started the Friday before Valentine's Day when Ashley Ness, 35 years old, went in for a routine checkup. She said, hey, I need to go on birth control. So they did a pregnancy test. Turns out she's pregnant. Oh. She looked at the screen, and the person performing the ultrasound wrote A and B. So then she's a little shocked, and she said, am I having twins? Uh, turns out they then wrote a C and a D. A, B, C, what? D. What? She's like, uh, you're having four babies. So again, WJAR10 News has the story. Two days later, she learned she's having two sets of identical twins, two boys and two girls. Her doctor wants her to carry the babies no later than 32 weeks for the health of all involved. She has already uh, a grown daughter from a previous relationship. But two... That's crazy. Two, I mean, I, I, I guess you could have quadruplets, which is very rare. And I would just think that's that's what that was. Right, but obviously but, this, is diff- this is like one of those stories where someone ends up with two different babies pregnant and I yeah. can't remember the cause of it. <laughs> like why that why their uterus or if they have two uterus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Is, I, I don't know how that happens. Uh, from Fox News, a New York woman was rescued after being held hostage using a Grubhub delivery order. A note sent to the chipper truck on Sunday asked for employees to contact the police. Quote, please call the police. He's going to call me when you delivered come with the cones. Please don't make it obvious, the 24-year-old woman wrote. In a Facebook post, the cafe said the girl was saved early that morning following a five-hour-long hostage situation. Quote, she ordered a delivery through Grubhub to, Grubhub to our restaurant, and she added this note. Because you can write, usually my note is no onions. Right. Hers is, please save me from being kidnapped. Uh, our staff responded immediately and called the police. Quote, I've often heard of this happening, but never thought it would happen to us. A big thank you to the police. So, yeah, she wrote it. They, you know, I wonder, though, too, if at times people just mess around on those notes and write funny stuff. And mm-hmm. they probably get little funny messages and ignore them. Mm. Or somebody's being funny, like, oh, I've been kidnapped. 
you know, just be thinking that's hilarious. Yeah, depending on who takes the order, they might be like, okay, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Or you get yeah, the person Yeah, see more butts, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, good so yeah, for them for goodness. acting and mm-hmm. following through with it. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia delayed the FDA's ban on Juul devices on Friday after the e-cigarette giant called the agency's order extraordinary and unlawful because the Food and Drug Administration is trying to remove Juul Labs vaping completely from the market. I don't really have a, a dog in this race here because I don't smoke. They say that this causes just crazy harm with smoking. I don't know enough about it as far as what the difference in Juul and cigarettes. and uh, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't know. So I did think it was weird when I saw they were cutting them out completely. Like, what's the difference? How much worse are they? Or is it that they're targeting kids so much with all the flavors? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the vaping is very heavily targeted yes. to kids, at least, but then, from what I've heard. I don't think they're cutting all vaping products. So... Uh, Jewel's prop, Jewel will probably be eliminated from the market soon enough, and you'll have to get it on the black market Ooh. where I get my kidneys, my extra kidneys. <laughs> yeah. uh, also, from the Daily Mail, a woman thought she needed glasses, and she was shocked when her eye doctor said, hey, uh, that, that, this means you have a brain tumor what? Oh, in your eye. She saw something in the eye. And they sent her for emergency surgery 12 hours later, saying if it had been one day later, she would have died. Crazy. Ellie Musgrove of Manchester started experiencing headaches and neck pain, she then saw, well, way less as her vision was impaired, black spots, double vision. She called her doctor, and he prescribed her antibiotics over the phone, but they didn't stop, so she went back to an appointment in person, and they're like, that ain't good. What's happening there? Rushed her off. Boom. Brain tumor. Brain tumor. Brain tumor. Yeah. That is crazy. Brain tumor. Uh, so there's that. You know, when I went in and got my mouth worked on recently... And I can tell you about that in the next segment. I thought they were going to send me home and be like, you need to go home because you need to go to a big doctor because this is some cancer growing in your mouth. Little did I know it was a bone cutting its way out. It just didn't feel like anything normal. It didn't feel like an abscess. didn't feel like anything. But I'm through surgery now. But I'll tell you about that later because it's crazy. Because I have another story about a dentist who accidentally cut off part of someone's tongue. What? Yeah, it's, it's oh next gosh. segment. Next segment. I put that in the next segment because I'm tying it with mine. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, keep it together. <laughs> Uh, South Carolina man's won more than 100000 bucks in the lottery after trying a strategy he says was inspired by the lottery changed my life on TLC. This story comes from CNN. The strategy was to spend 25 bucks a week for three months playing the lottery. During the first week, he won $500. Wow. But on the seventh week, he won $100,000. How did he do this for one week, Lunchbox, and he won five hundred? and you've been doing it for 20 <gasps> years? See, that's what I don't understand. He doesn't really say what the strategy is. Just $25? Is it $25 on scratch-offs? Is it 12 on scratch-offs, 13 on the Powerball? He doesn't say. So I don't even know what his strategy is, but $25, that's child's play. What? what you, yeah, spending, but <laughs> like, he won 500 Like chump change? What's yeah. the most you've ever won, ever? 250 bucks on a scratch-off. Oh, my so he gosh. Went, he went one time for 25 bucks and doubled Lunchbox's greatest. Yeah. yeah. I think he only played the lottery lottery because the way he won was by matching balls. Numbers. No yeah. balls. And he says, yeah, he matched balls. And he said he didn't yeah. even know how to play the balls. No. Like he just won. Numbers. Yeah, oh. I, you know, you learn as you, the more you play. Lunchbox. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there you go. That's from, I said CNN. Uh, from Daily Mail, dogs are dangerously fat according to studies. Veterinarians at Oregon's Banfield Pet Hospital studied 10 years' worth of visits and found that the number of obese dogs is up 158%. 
One of the major problems always leaving food out for your pet and then giving them more than three meals. Only feed your pet the recommended amount, then clean the dish out. Allowing your dog to become obese can cut two to four years from their lifespan. Uh, have you guys seen Stanley? You would confuse him for a potbelly pig. <laughs> yeah. Big old boy. Yeah, and Stanley's my bulldog. And I'm telling you that we don't overfeed him. We feed him twice exactly the amount, and somehow he continues to expand. I'm not sure. You know, when he goes out and he's able to play, we'll take him to, like, to this place where he hangs out with other dogs twice a week. If we can keep him on that schedule, he stays not so fat. He, uh, he needs exercise. He hates exercise, but he needs exercise. But then when he gets it, he just sleeps for 20 hours straight. It's a weird dynamic we got to manage with him. Uh, yeah, there you go. I'm trying to fatten up my cat. My dog is skinny, but my cat is getting fat, and I feed it more and more and more. You want to fatten her up. Well, that is not healthy. Yeah. Well, you didn't say anything about cats. Well, anything. You don't want to fatten anything up. Okay. Like fatten, fatten. She's, Okay. That sounds mean. Other than cows. They it's do that not- to cows. Amy, Amy's like, I'm trying to fatten the cat up so much she'll never leave me. <laughs> That's weird. Like, Amy, let's have a talk after we finish this segment. Okay. Uh, insider.com. Carson Daly insists that sleep divorce was the best thing for his marriage. Oh. Carson Daly talked about his sleeping situation with his wife. He said, I was serving my sleep divorce papers a few years ago. He said this happened whenever his wife was pregnant with her fourth child because she found it difficult to get a full night's sleep because he snored. He said, yep, it was weird at first, but now we sleep greater. They're in better health, and they have a better relationship because they have more rest and they're healthier. They sleep in different beds, mm-hmm. yeah. different rooms. I used uh, to think that that was so weird, and the older you get and the more you prioritize sleep, I'm like, oh, well, maybe it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't mean you don't love each other. I agree. And you're sleeping, like, totally Well, here's the else. thing, though. If I ever was like, Caitlin, <laughs> I want to sleep in a different room, she would know that it was only about me playing PlayStation later through the night. Oh. <laughs> you don't and sleep I'd at be, all. I'd be like, oh, I guess I'm going to turn in about 6 p.m. Yeah. And then she has me going and lock the door. <laughs> she knows it would just be me playing Madden the whole time and not yeah. for any other reason. Uh, finally, from Lad Bible, a woman who is sexually attracted to a fence says she wants to get to know it better. Okay. Mm. Is that a joke? Mm-mm. Oh, I mean, mm-mm. a woman who made it clear she is physically attracted to a fence what? says she wants to get to know it better while caressing the wood. I don't. You okay. may recognize the woman involved in this relationship because she gained attention through a documentary about her attraction to inanimate objects and her unique wedding to the Eiffel Tower. Oh, yes. I do remember her. She identifies as objectum sexual OS, which means she be- can become romantically and sexually attracted to inanimate objects. That's, you know what? Okay. Is she hurting anything? Is she hurting anybody? Mm, I don't know. You know, no. the fence. Think so. The fence, I don't, the I fence don't, isn't talking. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> you don't know how the fence thinks about this. <sighs> we'll never know about the <laughs> fence. What the fence thinks? Because you know what, the fence can't think, Eddie. <laughs> that's all right. That is bizarro. All right, that's your news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's big stories. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. 
This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone, and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen, And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details, add your teen to your account today. It's super easy, available in select locations. Again, see app for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving, with Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
A guy in Oregon suing his dentist for $6 million bucks in medical malpractice damages. He lost part of his tongue, and he suffered the effects of advanced cancer. Uh, it was uh, allegedly misidentified way back in the day. And so he made this complaint, and he says, well, there was some discoloration, and they biopsied that part of it, sent it to a lab, and it came back negative for cancer. So between 2013 and 2020, the complaint says that he came back for six-month checkups. The discoloration did not go away. It then erupted into an open sore. So he's going back and forth making all this happen. And so they sent him to an oral surgeon and said, hey, you do have this. It's advanced squamous cell sarcoma. Treated for cancer. They had to remove right half of his tongue. And so I guess what he's saying is that they misdiagnosed it for a yeah. long time. Mm. And they had to cut off part of his tongue. Because of the misdiagnosis. That's what I'm getting from this, from KTVL. And I read this. And he, it's advanced cancer because it advanced, because they, they had looked at it and they weren't able to diagnose it. From okay. me, understand. There's some big words in this, like, sarc- I don't understand oh, this part of cancer. carcinoma. Squamous okay, thank cells, you. yes. Great. Don't, I know, yeah. Don't know it. It's fine. Um, so I felt bad for him in a couple of ways. One, he went in to try to get it fixed whenever... It initially happened, which I don't always do. I let things just hang. I'm like, I'm sure it'll get better. <laughs> I don't want to go to the doctor. And then two, they didn't do it. And then he had to get it cut off later. So that stinks. And I hope he's okay overall now. I hope that, that even though that happened, mm-hmm. that he's able to, they were able to remove all the cancer. Yeah, and losing part of your tongue. Like, you don't think you're like, oh, just losing part of your tongue. But that can affect so much of your life. Communication. Eating, just communication. Gen- yeah. Like, my eating, dad. You're right. Yes, eating. eating. That's what my dad's cancer was tongue and throat area. And when he went in for the surgery, it, like, we had no idea that it was going to end up as bad. And he ended up, like, on a feeding tube. Like, it's very dangerous. Like, it's a sensitive part that can affect everything. And so, yeah, I mean, that's and that's scary they didn't catch it to begin with. Because then it just gets worse. I know. I had this, so if you, you know, feel out your face and your, your head and your mouth, up in the upper right part of my gum, so everybody can picture that, mm-hmm. upper top, go all the way back, and if you take your tongue and you run it behind your gum, or it's kind of like that curve, mm-hmm. uh, like a racetrack, around that curve, Yeah. so around the curve and up a little bit, there was this huge thing coming out of the side of my gum, and it continued to get bigger and bigger. I was scared it was going to be cancer or something like that, because it just kept growing, and so we talked about it. I took a picture of it and sent it to my dentist on like a Sunday. I was like, hey, what's up? What's this? And he was like, it's Sunday. And I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> the perfect day to diagnose me. And so he's like, hey, just come in tomorrow. We'll get it checked out. My dentist, awesome, uh, Dr. Trembley. So I go in and it's like, hey, this isn't what I thought it was in the picture. I thought it could have been an abscess, but it's not. And so I did these x-ray machines. I got one where I stood in it and they took it around my head. Looked like an E when you're on the red carpet and they're getting you from all the angles. <laughs> Wasn't that though. And so he's like, uh, you have a broken bone in your gums and it's split and that split obviously that bone that split it's sharp it's like if you took a stick and you split it you can have a sharp part there that could stab and he goes it's stabbing it's way out of your gums he goes it's not a dentist thing you have to go to a surgeon and so I didn't like that I didn't like that that's what had happened in there obviously and it's, he said it's either from grinding your teeth because you're stressed or did you slam your mouth together there haven't been any Arkansas football game, so no not really and so I was like Maybe I just grind when I sleep. So I got a mouth guard, but I went to get this fixed. And so he sends me to a surgeon. I, be- I believe his name is Dr. Colbreath. I only met him for a few minutes. And then I was with him. I don't remember a lot of it. <laughs> and they were, you know, they were very cool. They said, hey, do you want to get the IV? Because this is a real surgery. Like we have to go in and cut your gums open and shave that bone all the way down. Because it had almost come out. It was so sharp. It, 
it, it was like a shelf in there and it was already touching my jaw. And so it was, it was ready to, to cut itself out of my gums. They said, if you want us to put you down, which we can, I don't think they said put you down. That's me saying that. <laughs> I think to, we can do an IV, but you can't eat after midnight. But I had to do the show that morning. And I said, ah, I have to do the show. And if I'm starving doing the show, who knows where this place is going to go? <laughs> and so I said, can you just gas me real, real strong? And they said, yeah, sure. We'll gas you. Won't be as effective probably, but we'll gas you. So I go in and put the mask on. I talked to him for a second. Super nice, super cool guy. Like you have confidence. Yeah, some people just exude like they know what they're doing. And he's like, yeah, this will happen. Got it. No problem. Oh, what I did though once, this is a bad part of the story. I walk in and they go, hey, your insurance doesn't cover this. And I was like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, it's not in our, our network. I was like, are you sure? Let me check again. Like, yeah, it's not. They said, do you still want to do it? And I was like, yeah, let's go. And they started walking. I was like, wait, 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 hold on. I need to know how much it is. Yeah. And so then they had to send somebody in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And luckily, without insurance, it was still expensive, but it wasn't like $10,000. It was like $700, which is a whole different story mm -hmm. than thousands of dollars. I was like, well, I got to get it done. So I gas up, have a nice little conversation. I'm there. But I tell you what, when he's chopping that bone, it sounds different than tooth. A drill or a saw, I don't know what they had. He pulled in like a saw like Arkansas Keith used to have. Run, run, oh, big oh, one. Like a chainsaw? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Uh, no, not chainsaw, but it felt like that in my mind. But they cut the bone off, like trimmed it all up. They cut it into my gums, trimmed the bone out, and sewed it back up. And so it feels... Right now, it's still very, very sore. Do you ever get canker sores or yeah. like any of those ulcers? I have. It, the, the cut of, on my gums feels like 20 of those in a row. Mm. So it's just a... But what they uh, tied it up with, what they... Uh, like, sutured? Like stitched, yeah, Earth. sutured, yeah, whatever it is. Uh, it was like, looked like dental floss. And so it was like hanging down my chest and they were suturing it up. Again, I'm halfway out. I don't even know if this whole story is true. I got to make the whole thing up. <laughs> and so they dental floss... And they were like, hey, it'll fall out soon enough. And I'm sure it's not dental floss, but that would, that's what it looked like. It just like. falls out? Or yeah, it comes out. Like, that's cool. Just dissolves in your mouth. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. All I know is I have to deal with it. And so I got it done. And I will say, this guy who I spent seven minutes with, greatest mouth surgery I've ever had. I'm telling you, I went in and I didn't feel great afterward. But the fact they had to cut a bone, I feel pretty freaking good. I was telling Kaylin, like, I'm so grateful for this dude because he rocked it. Like, it's supposed to hurt because I have to cut in, but I feel like I should be a lot worse and should have been a lot worse for a couple of days. Did you ask how common this sort of thing was? Well, Cause, uh, no, because uh, once they said you don't have insurance, my only thought was, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and good for them for mentioning that to you. Yeah. Like that's, and not when I was on gas. Right. Yeah. Like, okay, I'll have three. Do all the sides. <laughs> but this Dr. Cole Breath, Cole Breath, whatever his name is, elite, made me feel good, did it. I came out, as soon as I was done, he finished, he goes, all right, you're done. And I was, I'd already come through and had clarity from the gas. I was like, how'd you time this out just right? He goes, well, well, we did. And he told me some stuff. And I was like, well, I don't care. I just don't want to get out of here. <laughs> Sorry I asked that question. Yeah. So it was, it was actually really good. So I'm going to go in like every Tuesday and get one of these done. It's good. <laughs> the guy's good. The guy's good. Um, so, but that was it. And I wore gauze in my mouth for a couple of days and I'd pull it out and it'd be covered in blood. Yeah. Uh. But that's, hey, that's showbiz, baby. You know? <laughs> but I'm feeling good. I'm back on the road to recovery. That's Got no awesome. bone split in my mouth. A plus. I know. Let's I guess go. I'm just curious. Like, is this going to happen to you again? Do you have a fragile bone structure in your mouth, or like, what? I don't know. How do we prevent this from happening again? Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you you don't even know how it happened. <laughs> mm -hmm, it's a quality question. I'm mm -hmm, worried. Mm -hmm. I think hopefully my mouth guard. Hopefully okay. I may be grinding my teeth at night and yeah. I just put enough pressure there that it just pop mm -hmm. okay. and shattered up. Well, the other side is a little bit that way. 
Uh oh. See, is uh, it on the verge? I'm doing it on purpose. I'll go see him again. <laughs> you want to see him? I'm, I'm like, I just got to get in to see this guy. It's my best friend. Oh gosh. But I'm here. I'm back. I got you know we're gauze. You could see in my Instagram story that that next day after we recorded a brand new show. Um, so because I, I knew I'd be in pain, but you could see my right side of my jaw. Oh gosh, look hard, bars. But it's good. Rocked it. I'm here, strong. I had to actually act tough. It hurt pretty bad, but I act tough in front of Caitlin. Mm-hmm. She has an extremely high pain tolerance, and she is not a baby in any way, and I am the biggest baby. But what I knew was is I wanted to play golf the next day on Friday or Saturday. Oh, so you had to be tough. I was tough. I was like, man, it hurt me. I want to, <laughs> I can do anything. <laughs> I hurt it all. Usually I'd be like, give me a pump, chickle. I know. I texted her to check on you, and she's like, I guess he's fine. He's playing golf. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) He's so tough. That's right. Tough man contest. I just won it. (laughs) Because I knew I wouldn't get to play. I knew she'd be like, you cannot go play golf if your mouth is still bleeding. And I went, and I went normal like this. And as soon as I got in the car, I shoved a bunch of golf. I was like, oh, my God, it's killing me. (laughs) That took some. (laughs) Okay, that was funny. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, all right, that's it. That's my story there. Uh, we're going to come back in just a second. We'll do What's the Haps. We'll all share what's happening in our lives, what happened over the weekend. Hey, what's hey. the Haps? Hey. What's the Haps? That's the next segment and your calls. Back in a minute. Okay, let's do a little check-in here. Our segment called What's the Haps? Hey. Hey, what's the Haps? It's just what's happening from our weekend. I'll go first. I went and watched Ben Rector on Saturday night. It's awesome. I don't get to go to many shows. Either I'm out of town doing shows myself or when you're just in music all the time, you don't really rush to music. But I'm a massive Ben Rector fan. He's also a friend of mine. And it was amazing. It's really an amazing show. It's so funny. At the very beginning of the show, he comes out and he comes out to a track of himself singing, like from the album. And I was like, wow, that's weird. I've never seen someone come out to a track of the, themselves until I realized it was him singing and it just sounded exactly like oh, the track. Oh, wow, cool. that good. Yeah, it was yeah. that good. So if you get a chance, I know that was his last show and he's played our show a couple of times. Ben Rector, A-plus live performer. Just chef's kiss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, and then, you know, we put out Stanley the dog and his first day at school and I just appreciate all the love and support and, you know, it's just a very personal project because it just wasn't for money. Any money that we make in the whole first year of this book we're going to donate to an organization that we adopted Eller from. And so it just has a positive message for kids and it raises money for animal shelters. And so kids' books is different than normal books, though, and how they're classified. But uh, USA Today named us a bestseller. Um, and all, they put kids' books in normal books. Oh, that's awesome. So we were, uh, be- we all were cons- I say we, I guess me and Stanley, I feel like we're a team. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. So the Stanley the Dog in the first day of school is now a bestseller. So that's, I got three under my belt now. Mm. I'm like, a, I'm basically Edgar Allan Poe. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, who's the other guy that Some does all the lawyer say. books? How about uh, Mark Twain? James Mark Patterson? Twain? James Patterson? I'm yeah. up there. Yeah, I'm up there. dude. Let's oh, go. Wow. Come on. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you to everybody who bought that book and tweets it out and or puts it on Instagram story. Like, I really appreciate it. This is such a grassroots deal because I got really sick on book promotion week where I was supposed to go do all the stuff where you're like, please buy my book. And I wasn't able to do that. And I think the book's actually good and has a great message, but it just wouldn't happen without you guys, as always. So thank you. Just 1,000 times, thank you, because you made that book a bestseller. I didn't. You guys did. And so, and the whole book's about, you know, for your kids, you don't have to fit in. Like, you, your worth is not in what everybody else says is cool. So if you want to get it on Amazon, it's like 15 bucks right now. It's uh, Stanley the Dog in the First Day at School. So that that's it for me. That's my What's the Haps. Hey! hey what's the Haps? 
Amy, what about you? Well, I went a little dark this weekend with documentaries, and I finally watched Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. Say it slow. I don't know that. Keep Sweet, Pray, and Obey. Keep Sweet, like be nice? Yeah, it's yeah. the FLDS, uh, the, like a cult that was started in Utah but then ended up in Texas. And being from Texas, I'm wondering, why did I not know more of this story? But it's pretty fascinating, and it's, you know, about— Cliff notes of the cult. What do they do? Oh, well, the main guy who was really old, he died, and then his son took over and made it really, really bad. It was already bad, but he started underage marriages with the girls that they were raising. Polygamists, Multiple wives. Like, some of them, 23 wives. One person, like, 60 wives. One of the kids was talking about it. He's like, yeah, I think I have 63 brothers and sisters. I think. Whoa. That's like me talking about shoes. I mean, I think I got <laughs> Well, I mean, that's probably me saying I think to get the number right, but he knew how many brothers and sisters he had. It just was sad, mind-blowing how that could even happen. And he bought a ranch in Texas and was building this whole compound. But it's because the town got curious that it, he got busted and they got, you know, feds involved. But otherwise, he was under the radar and his followers thought he was the savior. Is it Branch Davidian style where the, the feds went in and like launched an assault? Oh, they went in and like did yeah. a whole raid, but then he was in jail, but he was still preaching to his people from jail. And they mm. basically, his followers were like, oh yeah, this is the, the Gentiles are against you. You're in jail. So whatever you say, we're still continuing your practices. But really, ultimately what got him was some girls decided to leave and get out, and then they were so brave, and they went and told their story, and they're like, yeah, I was married off at 14 years old. What's it called again? Stay sweet. Keep sweet, pray, and obey. It's and that's 91% because- 91% on, on Rotten Tomatoes. What what platform? Netflix. The, mo- the motto there was like, for the women, was just keep sweet. Like, everything you do, be sweet. So they all talked in this sweet, obey, pray voice, and- Oh, it's just, it's it's twisted that that happened. You know, you just learn these things that happened so recently and you're like, how did they get away with this for so long? Uh, you, did you, weird question. Uh, did you like it? I mean, as a documentary, were you, inter- was it compelling? Was it compelling? What it's, about that? It's compelling, but heartbreaking at the same time. But then also just shows you how brave some people are to speak up and tell their story, even though it's terrifying because she they saved countless future girls and women's lives. One episode or like a movie or multiple episodes? Multiple episodes. Gosh, I don't even know how many. I was just next episode. Next. It was like next episode. Yep. Next episode. Yep. Huh. Okay. Uh, keep sweet, that, pray, and obey. Yeah, that's right. All right. Let's go over to Eddie. Hey, what's the hatch? Eddie? Guys, I kind of messed up as a parent. Okay. So my three-year-old, he likes dice. Like he just sees dice. He's like, ooh, I love it. So I was with him by, by ourselves, just me and him. We're sitting on the living room floor, and I say, hey, let me teach you some craps a little bit. Oh, that's the game, not Yahtzee. No, no craps, like the Vegas-style craps, 7-Eleven. You know, yeah. you get a number, and you got to roll it again. If you get a 7, ah, you lose your money. So I started getting dollar bills out. Oh, taught, then you used real money. Then I got real oh. money, taught him the whole thing. And now every time we play family game night, he brings his wallet and dice. And he's like, come on, let's play, let's play dice. Let's play dice game. What age, kid? Which one? He's three. Oh, the young, yeah, young, he's the young baby, one. baby. And my wife's like, you taught him craps. Like, what are you doing? We're trying to play Sorry or Monopoly or something, not craps. Hilarious. And now he has a wallet, and it's even worse. So he takes his wallet everywhere he goes, that's and funny. he wants to play craps. Yeah. Well, if I... Okay, yes, that's probably not the best. I'll go, I'm going to say that. <laughs> my my grandma, who mm-hmm. raised and adopted me for a long time, taught me how to gamble at a very early age. And you're a good gambler. But I knew it helped me with numbers and math. Like, I was playing cards. I was We're rolling dice. It helped me. It really did help me with, no, you know. Okay. Um, so you could actually use that and teach him some other games, but actually 
uh, show them how to do some mathematical yeah, things as quick well. Quick math. Okay. Like even poker. Yeah. There's some odds. Put stuff the there. dice away, bring out the cards next. Yeah, I mean, higher stakes. More money. <laughs> okay. But I used to get, yeah, I don't like it. But there's something that can be taken from it. For okay, sure. I appreciate that. That's funny. All right, Lunchbox, over to you. Hey! Hey, what's the hat? Well, last week I told you guys about the couch, I mean, or love seat that was on the side of the road, wrapped in plastic, obviously fell off a truck or something. I called Scuba Steve and I was like, hey, come, let's pick it up. Well, I drove back by, guys, and the couch is gone. That means that we missed an opportunity. When an opportunity knocks at your door in life, you have to take that opportunity. When you snooze, you lose. Yeah. And so no free couch. What probably happened is, since it was wrapped, the person who owned the couch had went back and got the couch they owned and paid for with their we, own money. We can help. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, probably, but it could have been ours for free. Ours. <laughs> but it wasn't there is yours. no me. I didn't want anything to do with this. There's no ours. You wanted to take it home with you. Absolutely, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't have a truck, and I try to get the person with the truck, and he ignores me and doesn't respond yeah. to my call. And I'm just saying, next time opportunity is there, we have to take advantage or no else we. it's going to go bye-bye. You got bye-bye. mouse in your pocket, buddy? Because ain't no we. Ain't in this. None of us wanted to be a part of stealing someone else's couch. It's not stealing when it's laying on the side of the road. We you will realize that, right? Agree to disagree. <sighs> like, if there's a hundred dollars like bill on the side is, of the road, do I, is it, are you allowed to take it? Is that is stealing? it wrapped and it looks like a, is, so, is it on someone's wallet? Is it in someone's wallet laying on the side of the road? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Okay, then no, I'm not taking it because yeah. someone dropped their wallet and they're gonna try to come back and find. What it. if it's you in a plastic baggie? Him. Okay, I'm Stop. done with this Yeah, you have to just, this <laughs> is like that, yeah. that that trend where you're talking and all the person hears is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, that's him. Well, I'm glad you guys, seems like everybody had a good weekend. Yeah. yeah, really good. I know a lot of you guys went to the NASCAR race. We'll talk about that in the post show. Okay. So if you guys want to hear the post show, just go over to the podcast. We do a whole different show. You can hear this one on the podcast and the post show. Uh, we'll talk about the NASCAR stuff on that. All right, thank you guys. Bye-bye. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Tyler, Texas. A 51-year-old woman is facing a felony charge after she walked into a funeral home in the middle of a funeral, walked up to the casket, and oh, spit man. must have hated him, huh? on the dead body. Yeah. And the police report there was animosity between the dead person and the woman. Wow. You assumed it was a guy. The dead person was a guy. No, I didn't. You said I didn't. I did, oh, did I? I, I guess I didn't have an assumption. <laughs> but, I, I did. But I don't I know. Did. It just uh, says dead body. Like an ex-lover. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> or I thought they had like a freaky thing. We like to be spit on. It's oh. one final time. What? <laughs> <laughs> it could be either one. Either way, I guess you don't do that. Ew. Dang. What if you saw somebody do that? Would you oh. tackle them? Oh. Like if that? Because you go wait. You're probably in such shock that you don't know what to do. But if somebody walked in and spit a hawker on your loved one that's dead. Yeesh. And you had time to think about it, you'd probably go up and try to fight them. Right. It would be a brawl, and then the casket probably gets knocked over. I mean, it could get ugly. Oh, put that on Eddie. Eddie, you're real. You <laughs> yep. really get, you yep. make like 80 bucks from that <laughs> one. That's what I'm talking about. Interesting, <laughs> too, so dumb. is it's a felony <laughs> for a de- dead person. Like a living person, I get it, felony, because you're putting them in danger, but the person's already dead. Well, you, there, there are other things you can't do with a dead body, too, and then they're that's already true. dead. Yeah. <laughs> so. Very good point. All right. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us today. You got so many choices. We appreciate it that you spend a few minutes with us. It is time now for the Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, let's go with number three. Number three. An elementary school in New Jersey threw a big going away party this week for a crossing guard 
Her name's Claire Bauman, and she finally retired at age 94. She's been a crossing guard at that school for 57 years. She started in 1965. So shout out to you, Claire. That's pretty awesome. Number two. A guy from North Carolina used to have a classic 65 Mustang, but he sold it years ago because he had kids and he needed money to actually raise the kids. So to thank him for raising these kids, well, his kids, they stepped in and they waited until he retired and they bought him another one. They found almost the exact same model, fixed it all the way up and gave it to him. And obviously, as soon as he saw it, he started crying like a baby. It's awesome. And that's your number two. Number one. John Cena is now the first and only person to fulfill 650 wishes for the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Many families that he meets also stay in touch with John and still express their gratitude towards him making their child feel special. He's now the most requested celebrity at the foundation. That's pretty cool. Mike, what's his show called on HBO Max? Peacemaker. That show, his arms, he looks like a cartoon character. Meaning his literal physical body, his arms are so big, it looks fake. You think they're, right? Like it's some sort of arm filter? Yeah, but he's real. <laughs> yeah, I tried to find it on my Instagram. I can't find it. You want that? But it's a, his arms are so big. All right, that's your Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. That is it. Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us. You can get me on Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Bye, everybody. Yeah, the Bobby Bones Show. All right, join the CVS Spring Fling. And what this means is you're going to take a look at your makeup and see what you can fling out because you probably have some mucky mascara, some goopy gloss, some crispy creams. And when the daylight savings hits, yep, fling them out. Daylight savings time is the perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, your creams, even sunscreens, because you want to replace that with stuff that's not outdated, because if it's outdated, it's lost its effectiveness. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in as little as an hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber Teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details. Add your team to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. 
Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America. And enjoy a selection of exclusive non-stop vacation flights. Turn on Easy Mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.